Good morning and welcome to Faith FM. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network. <laughs> Man, when is Lyle coming back? I missed oh, that Oh, um, uh, they messaged, Shell messaged me a picture yesterday and it was uh, of a, a sign, like mm-hmm. a road sign. And I think I had something like 1,145 Ks to Sydney. And she's like, we're on our way. 1,145? Something like that, yeah, that's yeah. pretty close. That's not that far away. Yeah, that's like, what, 10, 11 hours? Well, because Emerson, their son, was telling me last night, he messaged them a picture that said 15,000 Ks away. But that, no, that's not right. That's- well, I, I could be, hang on, I've got it right here. Oh, yeah, correct. You are correct. It was 15,052. <laughs> So they were 20 k's out of a place called Wilmington and 72 k's away from Ororu. That's literally what it says. Okay. Ororu. Ororu. And 108 k's from Peterborough. And 394 k's from Brooklyn Hill. There you go. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. 15,000 k's from Sydney. So we'll uh, see them soon, I guess. Oh, she said, uh, at the time that she sent that picture, she said, just saw the ocean in St. Augusta. Now we head straight back toward the outback. Classic. Well, that's awesome. I am so cl- yeah. keen for them to get back. Of course, this is the Mon and Lawson show this morning, not the Mon and Lyle show, as we're, as I'm filling in for him while he's away. But before we go any further, Mon, what are you grateful for? Oh, dude, I'm so grateful for flannel sheets. Oh, I thought you were going to say flannel shirts, because flannel shirts are pretty cool. Nah, flannel sheets, dude. Like, I don't know why I took so long to jump on the flannel bandwagon, mm-hmm. but now I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I like can't wait for winter to roll Never around back. so I can like put me flannelies on on me bed. They're so, they're like a sheet that hugs you. Mm. Anyway, anyway, what are you grateful for? Oh, oh man, there are so many things that I could be grateful for this morning. One of them is, of course, the events that happened in the National Rugby League last night. Okay. Um, yeah, it was. I want to talk a little bit about more about this later, but it was it was incredible. Oh yeah, it was incredible. Did your team win? Yes. What yes, team was that? New South Wales. Okay, cool. And it was amazing. Okay. But um yeah. Good on good on your son. I'm just just loving life now. Is that like the Maroons or something? No, that's the blues. Are oh, you I don't ser- know. You're wearing oh a maroon my- beanie. Oh, You're wearing whoa. a maroon beanie. Well, yeah, but it's not a maroons beanie. It's just know. a red beanie. I, d- I didn't even realise they were actually called by the colours. I thought they were just colours you wear. Anyway, great show coming up for you today. This is Anna Weather Up with At the Cross. My saviour bleed. Did my sovereign die? Would he devote that sacred head Someone such as I At the cross, at the cross Where I first saw the light The burden of my heart rolled away And it was there by faith I received my sight and now I am happy all the day Was it for Christ that I have done He suffered on a tree Amazing pity, grace unknown And love beyond belief At the cross, at the cross Where I first saw
Faith FM. We are continuing on with our show. And before we get into some some positively different news, we have another clue for the quiz. Yes. So this morning we're going to kick off with a Who Am I quiz. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is a pivotal character in the Bible, I want mm-hmm. to say. And uh, we have spoken about him and the prophecies surrounding this mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Um, too many sorry, clues yeah, I just realised that was on, way too many clues. On. Okay, okay. Let's just jump straight into it. No more, no more, no more accidental clues. Who am I? Clue number one, I slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah, king of Judah, and then put out Zedekiah's eyes. Give us a call if you know who that is. Um, 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843 is our number. Uh, or you can text 491 uh, Lawson knows the answer this morning, uh, so no doubles. Yeah. Um, give us a call and get the prize. Boom, there it is. Boom, boom, boom. Just like boom. that. Just like that. Ba, 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 all right, what's happening oh. around the world in positively different news? I love it when little kids decide to change the world. When they're like, do you know what? I'm under 10, but I ain't going to stop me. I just think it's the best thing ever. I That's wish awesome. I had that sort of clarity and drive when I was like an ankle biter. Now, dude. Yeah, even now would be great. <laughs> um, so this is this is great. So two determined little girls... Um, decided that they're going to take on McDonald's and Burger King. Oh, nice. Nine-year-old Ella and seven-year-old Caitlin Wood, sisters, started a petition um, to get people to sign up to, uh, you know, sign a petition demanding that McDonald's and Burger King stop giving away free plastic toys um, that just become waste. Because the toys you get in your Happy Meals, they really are just junk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get played with for a couple of hours, they get chucked. A couple of hours, more like a couple of minutes. I, dude, I used to be hanging for a happy meal. Yeah. And I was like, man, I need that Hot Wheels car. All right. Yeah. I need that statue of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Uh-huh. And literally, I'd leave it in the car when we got home. Yeah, like, exactly. Macca's is like 10 minutes from my house. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so these little girls are done with it. They're like, do you know what? So much of this, like, these toys just go in the waste. This yeah. is just wasteful toys that come with um, Happy Meals and the Junior Meals from Burger King. Or as we know, um, Burger King, Hungry Jacks. <laughs> yeah, old HJs. Yeah, old HJs. So these uh, kids, they launched this petition. Uh, they did it through uh, change.org. So you can actually go there and sign this petition. Mm. They have already got three hundred and fifty thousand signatures. Their goal is Ooh. their goal is half a million, and they're almost there. Man, that's that, awesome! Yeah, that's that's like apparently Burger King and McDonald's are sitting up taking notice. Um, 
And they said that they said this. They said we've been learning all about the environment at school and the problem of plastic. It made us very sad to see how plastic harms wildlife and pollutes the ocean, and、mm. we want to change this. That's why we want Burger King, McDonald's to think of the environment and stop giving plastic toys to kids' meals. We like to go to eat at Burger King, McDonald's, but children only play with the plastic toys they give us for a few minutes before they get thrown away and harm animals and pollute the sea.、Mm. We want anything they give us to be sustainable, so we can protect the planet for us and future generations.、Mm. That is just that's amazing. That's clarity that right there. So good. yeah, this is amazing. You know what? You know what? You know what? What is even better about this? They're saving McDonald's and Burger King money. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, it depends on how you look at it. Because McDonald's and Burger King are probably making tons of money by luring kids, just like they lured you for the for the little Hot Wheels. Yeah, but but like, if they okay, take the, yeah, if they was, take the toy out, they might yeah, have yeah. There was a Hot Wheels, but、yeah. still a Happy Meal, dude. My, my, yeah, my, yeah. My nugs and me and me chips, like. So apparently, that's what it's all about. This is the cool thing, though. So in addition to、uh, you know the compelling argument,、uh, the amount of signatures on the petition almost double after、wow. reporters.、Um, Uh, with the BBC One's war on plastic, followed、uh, the determined young activists into the McDonald's headquarters, <laughs> where they hand delivered the petition, and、um, and like and even they hand delivered the petition, the the, peti-、um, the signatures are just growing, the lists are growing online, and、uh, yes, this has made、uh, international news,、mm. and Burger King and McDonald's、um, have emailing、um, and news media outlets. To- Detailing their plans for making their free toys more sustainable, I, I'm like, how can this be so hard? Like, why don't they just like, why don't they give them a wooden toy? <laughs> Is it really that hard? Like, am I being naive、yeah. about that? You're being, I think you're being naive about cost. I don't think so. That's like, why, because plastic is 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 car, like it's all cast and so easy just to to make. You can't well, cast you, wood. If you think about, it, you know, when you go to McDonald's, right? Yeah, and you get like plastic. Spoon to、uh-huh. stir your coffee, but you can also get those little wooden paddle pop sticks to stir your coffee. Yeah, it's like is it? Is yeah, but what's harder、difference? to make a paddle pop stick or a, like a wooden toy? But at the at the rate that they're being made in the factories where they're being made, is it really that much of a difference in the manufacturing capabilities that we have now? Is I, th- it really I think in terms of cost.、Hard? I think in terms of cost. I don't. I don't think like、so. innovation. No, but cost. Yes. I I, 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 so. I I disagree with you. I think they just need to scrap the toys. I don't think it's worth it for anyone. I think I think maybe they. I mean, I think that maybe we we could like they could collect vouchers, right? Like、yeah. let's say like each Happy Meal is like the equivalent of like a one dollar voucher, and、uh-huh. when you have like five dollars together, you, you get an extra to, Happy Meal. No, you can like go to a toy store and buy a wooden toy. Yeah, but that, then that requires a partnership between McDonald's and Burger King. Why not? They're like、store. the biggest business entity on the planet. I, just I'm, about. I'm, I'm just. They I'm, have the capability. Mac- this is the thing, the right? McDonald's, the McDonald's and Burger King are too big to have anything stand in their way to make this happen.、Mm-hmm. You have to admit, whatever it is that's in the way, they have the capabilities to make it happen.、Mm-hmm. Did you know? Apples are the most consumed fruit on the planet. Yeah, they are. And the reason for that is because McDonald's buys them all up and turns them into apple pies. That's literally why apples are the most consumed fruit. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, that's the reason. Well, why. it's、that's、not how, awesome. Give, that should give you an idea of how big these corporations are. So they're, they're too nah, big to, to not be able to fix. I、this. kind of just reckon apples are the most consumed th- fruit because they're the best fruit. No, you just no, you're blindsided by. No, 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 no. You're no. blindsided.、Sorry. Apples best. Blindsided. I will take on 
anyone out no, there that no. apples are the if, best if, fruit. If we were just doing like people just eating a piece of fruit and not taking into consideration stuff like McDonald's, I reckon it's going to be the nana. Nah, dude. Apples all yeah, the way. 100% Apples banana. all the way. Nah, it's got to be the banana. It's a, it's a piece of magic in your hand. I'm not like, going to say. I'm not going to. It has its own um, cover. It has its own like. So does apples. No, it doesn't. You have to wash the apple. Banana comes in its own peel. True. It's like, it's the perfect transportable piece of fruit. But just, just, just like, okay. But you green just, apples taste amazing. No, green apples are the worst. No. Apples. Yellow stop. apples are the best Green apples. Apple. Oh, Yellow man, apples this are the is, best apples. I'm like, I'm, I am tilted right now. Do you now. want to take this outside? We could. Take it to the car park? Take it to the car park. We got some, some apples in your car or something. <laughs> we could eat. Because I'm keen. No, I think you're just being blindsided by your preference. Because my favorite fruit, my favorite food, incidentally, is watermelon. But see, I'm not arguing the watermelon because I'm being clear and just, you know, having a moment of clarity and just being like, no, you know what? It's apples, It's not dude. watermelon, it's bananas. It's, it's bananas. That's why the banana... When you walk into any supermarket, the stand of fruit that's closest to the door is the banana stand. It's a whole stand of its own. The apples are over in the, the back. The apples get a stand of its own. Out in the back. No. The fruit, if you walk into the fruit and veg section, well, the they do that. They do the that to lure you into the back so that they, you because spend more time in the shop. Because bananas are the best. Thing. No, but no, but but bananas are at the front because they're like, oh, we got to push that first because no, you like because because everyone's going to want apples. I am doing. Producer Jazz, which who's right here? It's me. Yes, no, she pointed at me. She doesn't have a microphone. She doesn't count. She has a microphone. It's right yeah, there. Yeah, but she's not using it, so she doesn't count. She count. How can you say something? Someone does this news article is disintegrated <laughs> distinctly. It, I think it's disintegrating our relationship here at Faith FM, our working relationship. I'm going to get a banana and whack you over the head. With no, you're not, because I'm going to get an apple and and stuff up your nostril. And I'm going to get an apple and eat it. Did you know neuroscientists at Oregon Health and Science University you- in Portland have discovered that, that a apples short- are better than bananas? <laughs> have discovered that a short burst of exercise directly boosts the function of a gene that increases connections between neurons in the hippocampus, which is the region of the brain associated with learning and memory, and thus they're realizing that short bursts of exercise could actually make you smarter. Haven't they known this for like the last... 100 Adventists years. Adventists have known this, thanks to the writings of E.G. Wise. No, but not just haven't. Like, I remember, like, just being young, and it was just common knowledge that fit people are smarter because they're fit. They have better concentration. I don't know. I'm, like, more associating, like, fit people with, like, jocks who, like, you know. No, 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 no. no. I'm talking like, about like generally, like, generally healthy people. Oh, yeah, yeah, Not, yeah. not like, yeah. F- I'm not talking about, you know, like, huge, swole muscle freaks mm-hmm. or, like, what. The, you know, yeah, or, or just, just who people just who are skinny. Yeah, just out there and like climbing mountains and going for walks and, and just yeah, being... Yeah, I thought that was just a well-known thing. fact. Well, well, it's good to know that some people it. are validating now it. Now they're proving it uh, through this, um, this That's gene. That's awesome. Yeah, apparently this gene's been largely ignored in prior studies on the brain. Um, but yeah, it's called the MTSS1L gene. Mm. And uh, yeah, it turns mm. out... Just short bursts. Just, short, just jump up, do a couple of star jumps, drop and give me 20. You know, just spin around for a while. No, not spin around, but yeah. Do some he will take you by the hand, lead you to that promised land. Can't you hear the blessed Savior calling you? When you strayed from the fold and there's trouble in your soul, can't you hear the blessed Savior calling you? When your soul is lost in sin and you're at your journey's end, can't 
you hear the blessed Savior calling you, calling you. Welcome back to Faith FM. We have come to the next section of our show. But before we get into it, why don't you give us another clue for the quiz? Clue, clue, quiz, quiz. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Clue number two, who am I? I was the king who took the Jews in Jerusalem and Judah into captivity. Oh. That's a dead giveaway. That's a, that's a dead, dead giveaway. That's a, actually, no, this is, I, I guess it's been a couple of people who've done that. Well, in conjunction with the other one. Yeah. 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 It's pretty pretty chill. Pretty chill. Awesome. I'm actually I'm actually like on Google right now looking up like banana versus apple Are to you see serious? which one's better. One eight hundred Faith FM, let's start a poll. <laughs> By the end of this show we will know what's more eaten, bananas or apples. You're so obsessed with this. Look at this. You're on the radio right now, Lawson. I said you're yeah, just I like know. sitting here with your face and your phone. I know. No, I know. No, don't make me come over there and take that phone out of your hand. Fine. You just found out you were wrong. You got that no, look of I, I didn't. I hadn't. I haven't found any conclusive evidence yet of anything. But I'm. I'm going to be con- continue to because I, I, I am just apples. Apples all the way. Yeah. How about apples. apples. Yeah. How about them? They're really great. I like to eat them. I like to eat them in pies. I like to juice them up and drink them as juice. Look, apple put- juice is so much better than banana juice. Oh, no, son. No I'll fight way. you all the way. Have you ever had banana mango juice? 
No. Oh, that's that's not banana juice. It's banana mango juice. Or a banana juice. smoothie. Or a banana oh, yeah, banana smoothies oh. and milkshakes are good. Yeah, but apple, apple juice apple is incredible. The, apple have the trump on, like, apple pie or even, like, I'm the kind of person who likes apple chunks in my potato salad. What about, like, what about, like but banana, banana bread? pizza? That's not good. Neither is apple. Yeah, but banana's not for. good. Ban- I'm banana, just making a point bread. that banana's not good on pizza. You're the best muffins ever are my banana chocolate muffins. Um... I don't believe you. Yeah, look I, at, look I, at angle for some I don't believe you at all. So you, yeah. you're going to have to prove that one to me. Yeah, you, and you, I see where you're going with this. But um, before we get into some 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 different news, I just want to say I was talking about this earlier. So the Blues won last night in the State of Origin. The New South Wales team beat the Queensland team, and it was amazing. It was awesome. In fact, it was probably one of the best games of rugby league I've ever seen. The teams were tied all the way up until the last twenty seconds of the game, where. Um, there was just this absolute clutch play from the Blues and they ended up winning. And it was just the best. It was just like, it was so good because there was this one Queenslander guy who was there with us and um, there was like a group of us, like New South Wales people, New South Welshmen. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and Queensland got the initial try and he's like, oh, what's the score, everyone? <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then and then New South Wales scored a try, and then we were like, "Oh, what's the score?" And then New South Wales call, scored a couple tries, and so um, it would buy. He's eating his words. Yeah, yeah. So he's eating his words. It was like twenty to eight, like like tw- you know twenty points to eight points by um, you know as as the clo- you know the game starting to close, and then all of a sudden Queensland just score like two tries out of nowhere, and so it's all tied up twenty to twenty in the um. In literally the last minute of the game, Ooh. and everyone's like, "Dude, this is gnarly!" And it's like, so then if it goes into overtime, then it has what's called golden point, and it's like whoever scores the I first point. I know what point, golden goal is. Yeah, so whoever yeah, scores yeah. the first point wins, but it's not like you, you can like score a field goal or anything. And it's just kind of I, I don't like it when it goes into overtime. I'm like, it's good when it ends like in the game. Yeah. And dude, literally last twenty seconds of the game, old mate, just like dodges a defender and is just running down the side of the field. Um, and the then... Crowd would have been he, going nuts. Dude, crowd's going nuts. He gets, like, tripped up he, <gasps> and he, like, starts, like, trying to get back in control and his, like, foot is... If you stand on the s- sideline, if you even touch the sideline, that's out. Mm-hmm. And his foot is literally, like, an inch away. And he's just going, like, all gnarly. And then he gets back into control, throws it off to someone else. He throws it to someone else. And old mate just absolutely storms the try line, puts down, wins the game. Like, we were just going wild. I, like, slapped a wall really hard because I was really happy. I was just <laughs> so pumped. It was amazing. It was awesome. And you know what? Like, I was like, Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. You know, that the people can achieve things. That's all. I don't really have any spiritual application for this. But I just want to let you, <laughs> you know. You just want to waffle on. But I just I just want to let everyone. I think I have a spiritual application okay. for you for that one. What? What's yeah, up? Yeah. Like, you know, when Paul says you have to run the race to Ooh, win the race. Yeah, yeah. The joy that you felt yesterday just observing someone else run, away is cute, run a race. Can you imagine the joy we will feel? Oof. When we hit that finish line, well, we were talking about Jesus this yesterday. We were talking about this yesterday in a yeah. Bible study. What it, you know, what it'll be like to, to just to, the elation that you had yesterday is nothing, nothing, nothing on what it'll be like when we go to heaven. Oh, it was so good too. Yeah. But anyways, oh yeah, I got a, an article for you that's that's very relevant to to us and especially to Lyle and Shell. Um, 
you know how like Uluru is closing soon? Yes. You know the closure. You know because it's coming soon. That meant that's meant a lot of people's going to Uluru now. Yep. You know to get in before it closes, mm-hmm. and that means that there's been an overflow of tourists and an yep. influx of human waste. Oh, dude. Like human waste as in rubbish. Like an illegal, not that kind of human waste. No, but human waste as in rubbish, you know, illegal camping, you know, non, um, you know, non, you know, correctly put out fires, Uh like all this stuff. And I'm just thinking like, I bet they wrote this article because Lyle and Shell were up there. (laughs) Like... Give them a call and ask what yeah. they've done. Like, what have you done? What did you do? Nah. Of course, we know probably. Well, I'm, I'm going to hope that it wasn't Lyle and Shell. I'm going to, yeah, we're going to call them up and rouse them for, for ruining the place. It. But it's like, yeah, look, we have this incredible, you know, rock. <laughs> I love that. It's like Australia's main attraction. We have an amazing rock. And, uh, no canyon. No, we don't have a canyon. A we don't have a forest. No. We don't have any temples. No, no towers. No towers. We we kind of have a cool saily looking thing. Yeah. Um, and and a and a and a, and a pretty mediocre bridge. <laughs> but a massive coat hanger. But we do have a pretty special rock, rock, dude. Yeah. And it's like, man, you guys need to calm down. And like, <laughs> what happened to the days of just? camping etiquette yeah and not littering and not being terrible like i just i feel like when i was in school like we watched videos about camping etiquette and like we went and visited national parks i remember going to you know growing up in newcastle going to um oh what's it called glenrock glenrock lagoon oh which is epic have you been to glenrock lagoon i've never even heard of it dude we need to go for a bushwalk in glenrock lagoon because okay. you okay. you start at the start and you go on this beautiful bush walk through the rainforest and then come out the other side on the beach oh and it's cute it's really amazing um but i, I remember going there when i was like we went there with a tour guide for school when i was like 10 and he told us the whole thing about like oh yep animals are dying like you know all these things you got to protect our national parks it's like yep you know you know don't don't take anything don't leave anything um be good with plastic all this stuff like when i was 10 i'm like how are these people just being so silly Do you maybe they're like retaliating the that the place is closing down so they're angry about it oh, so they're just gonna ruin it they're just gonna like oh if we're gonna go down you're gonna come down with us that's terrible that's a, that's a human thing that so is though yeah i'm like it, it kind of it's like stirring up feelings of just anger in me yeah just a, just a mild annoyance like uh-huh, why uh-huh. are you being so dumb like if anything this is just building the case of why they should shut it okay fair enough i'm just like that that's completely on you you mm-hmm. know it's kind of lame i've never been to Ayers rock so what do i mean good to, to climb i am while planning on going like, before it before yeah, it closes yeah oh. going. so it closes on the 26th yeah might go on my, I, you know my birthday's on the 22nd oh do you want to come with me <sighs> I'm just going to do a hit it and quit it. I'm just going to go up there on the weekend, smash it out, go back. Bada bing, bada Bada boom, boom. bounce out, just hang out on the rock. I'm I'm just a bit worried about like, is is it worth it? Well, Lyle and Shell said it was spectacular. They said it was way more than they ever ever thought it was going to be. Like just bigger and more magnificent. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, So for them it was worth it. But but yeah, I had planned to climb it uh, when I was 30 for my 30th birthday and I wanted to catch a hot air balloon over it. But then I discovered they shut down the hot air balloons oh. already at that point. And so I, I went to Fiji instead mm. for a cruise. <laughs> Good times. But yeah. That's a pretty special rock. 
Yeah. I want to go climb yeah. it. I want to do it since I was a kid. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and verse 4, that the Christ is our rock. Amen. In, and, and that's the rock that we should, you know, that rock never closes. You know, yes. that, that, that rock never is never getting shut down. We're yes. never going to be able to stand on that rock. In fact, the Bible says, build your house on it. You know, so so instead of worrying about Ayers Rock, let's build our house on the real rock, Jesus Christ. You know, man, that is so overly spiritual application, but I'm loving it. I'm like, it. yes, Amen, the Hallelujah. Rock that never closes. <laughs> this is Lauren Daigle with you say. Voices in my mind that say I'm not enough Every single lie that tells me I will never measure up Just the sum of every high and every low Remind me once again just who I am Because I need to know
Welcome back to Faith FM. We have come to the time of the show where we are doing um, we are doing a interview. But before we get into it, I just need to, to reach over and grab the quiz card so that I can give you guys the next clue for the quiz. Um, of course, we've been heading to... I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to do a couple throwback clues. And then we're gonna gonna get into like the the meat um, of this next clue. So the Bible says, oh, the the, the quiz card says that the Bible says um, this is a who am I quiz. And the first clue is I slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah, king of Judah, and then put out Zedekiah's eyes. So pretty pretty gnarly dude. Um, this person he was also a king who took the Jews in Jerusalem and Judah into captivity. And finally, um, he ate grass like cattle, um, his hair grew like feathers of an eagle, and his nails like the claws of a bird. So, uh, my guest who's in here for our interview, she's signaling me that she knows exactly who this is, um, which is good because she should, because she's a Bible worker, and um, she, she would be teaching pe- people about this person pretty often. Um, but sitting across from me, sitting across from me is... Someone who is named, yeah, yeah, I'm Phoebe throwing to you. Entman. My name is Phoebe Entman. Phoebe Entman, awesome Phoebe Entman. And of course, we are continuing with our series of interviewing Arise students, people who are currently, uh, who have just finished the, the Arise Bible course and who are currently working in the Newcastle area um, for different churches and whatnot. And it, if you could tell us, just give us a little bit, you know, of information about Arise. What exactly is it? Um. I like to think that Arise is like a disciple-making discipleship program because it doesn't only make us, you know, disciples of Christ, but I, I believe that it makes us um, disciple-making disciples. Oh wow! Oh, I like that definition. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and so we're going to talk a little bit about Arise in a bit and your experience with that. Um, but before we get into that, we just want to know more about you, Phoebe. So you know, how old are you? Where are you from? You know. What's your family like? Just give us some information. Alrighty. Um, I am 18 years old. Oof. I'm from Brisbane. So it's a bit colder down here. But um, yeah, I live with my mom and dad and my two older brothers who have both done a rise before me. So big shoes to fill. Oh, man. It's like a family <laughs> family affair. That's it. That's it. We, we just come. Mom, mom and dad just send us down here. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, good. oh, you're 18. Let's go. <laughs> Off your bum. <laughs> but yeah, so... um. Yeah, I love my family, and I just saw my brothers do it, and you know they came back changed, and so I thought, yeah, I want that too. Man, that's awesome. That's very that's really cool. That that's actually- a really cool testimony. Like it really just tells of like you know the, what happens that arise and why it's a great place because it, it really does change people to the point where other people can see it and they want in. Dude, you know what that, that kind of reminds me of the Waldensians. How they, you know, oh, they would hit yeah. eighteen and then they would send them out mm-hmm. to Europe and be like, "Oh, yep, go and win the people." Mm-hmm. And the, yeah. In the intimate household, it's like, "Oh, go down to a rise, yeah. like go and learn how <laughs> to be a disciple." Yeah. Oh man, that is awesome. And so, and so for you, um, I guess you know, what was your experience? Uh, you, you this year did the rise course, but what you, you said you saw your brothers leading up you know, going and doing that. And that was sort of part of your decision. But what else, you know, what was the factors that sort of spoke to you and, and said, man, I, that's something that I want to do. I want to be a part of something that helps me to teach people the Bible and, and to be a disciple. Hmm. Um, well, it was actually like in, in grade 11 at, at school, which was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've been brought up an Adventist, a Christian, and I've, you know, always gone to church, but 
that's kind of when it became real and I started reading my Bible for myself. Yeah. And um, I noticed that in my friend group at school, there were so many people that, you know, didn't have the, the peace that I was finding when mm. I was reading the Bible. And so I was trying to reach out to them. And <laughs> I just didn't really have the skills um, at that time in my life to do that. And there were so many opportunities that I let go. Um, and I couldn't, you know, talk to my friends about it just because I was kind of shy or scared or, mm. or didn't know how to. And um, seeing, um, oh yeah, my brothers come back and I, I knew a lot of people who had done Arise and just seeing that they were so confident in their faith and they were so competent um, to share it. And that's the thing I, I love about Arise. I think that, you know, it doesn't just give me the information. It also gives me the skills to go out and mm. share. And so I just um, feel like even even just a, a few months after Arise is finished that, um, yeah, I could I could go out in, in the power of God and just, you know, share my faith. Mm. And I think that's just the thing that made me go, yeah, I want to go to Arise because I want the skills to share. Amen. I, I think that's super interesting because, you know, we've had a, a number of people on here and, and there are some people who sort of go, oh, yeah, I just went to Arise, you know, trying to to get my faith better, you know. I, well, I went to Arise because, I, I don't know, I don't really know. Someone just told me to do it and I kind of didn't know what else to do. Whereas you you saw you saw a need. You were mm. like, there is a need for me to be able to share my faith um, and Arise can help me achieve that. And mm. so yeah, I think you made that step. Because nothing plagues you like missed opportunities. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you said that, I'm like, yeah, I know exactly why she went to Arise. Like, yeah, <laughs> that, they'll never leave you. Um, but yeah, it's uh, which is why it's important when you have an opportunity to jump on it. Yeah. So yeah, and yeah, just having the confidence now to do it is is such a blessing. Um, I know that from having done mm. um, Bible college myself. Just you know, knowing, being able to pick up and hear when someone is like making like a spiritual call for help, even if they don't realize themselves, and be able to say, "Oh yeah, I know how to put my finger on that." Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And uh, you you talked about you mentioned your brothers as well. Your two older brothers, how they were you know a big influence. Um, for you um, to make that decision. I actually got to be honest with you, they were a huge <laughs> influence for me to make that decision. Yeah. I know you both are your older brothers and they were around when I was sort of making my journey into faith and um, Braden and Callum and, and, you know, seeing those guys, like I was like, man, I want what they have. And, and Absolutely. It, was, it was, I remember it was part of their council. Like there's a few people around me telling me, oh, you should go to a rise. And they were, they were some of them. Um, and so I guess you probably would have had that experience as well of saying, oh man, like, I want what they have and they're like oh we'll go to a rise yeah it was it was funny me and my my second oldest brother we fought like cats and dogs growing up yeah man we fought all the time and um I remember he went away to a rise and when he came back we got into an argument and then like he said sorry first and I was like what on earth what have they done to you you're so nice this is weird <laughs> where's the mean brother yeah and so I don't know just something as simple as that being a testimony to how Jesus changed his life and how that was facilitated through Arise oh wow and they were just like like ever since Braden did it six years ago they've always just been like dude just do it just yeah. do it it'll be the yeah. best thing you'll you'll ever just yeah. do you know Man, especially from Brayden Antimate. I, I love that guy. Me and Brayden, um, yeah, I, I worked Shout with, out to the brother. Yeah. I worked with him when I was, um, when I did a rise and mm. I came out of a rise and had my Bible working opportunity. Me and uh, I worked, uh, with Brayden and he was just like, dude, I was like, yeah, I want to be like that guy. You know, <laughs> it's like God is doing, he was doing a powerful work in him to influence mm. my life. And I think as his sister, he would have been doing the exact same thing as someone who's even closer to him. Yeah. 
Man, yeah. praise the Lord. So <laughs> you then made the decision, okay, I'm going to take the short trip down to Kingy. And, um, you know, for some people, we've had, you know, Joelle and Viviana in here and they're like, oh, yeah, South, South Africa, Africa <laughs> Sweden. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, we had um, yeah, um Taylor in here. She was like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, came up from Tassie. You were just like, oh, yeah, went down from Brisbane. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that, like 30-minute drive? Actually, it's a bit more. It's about like, you know. An hour. Oh, okay. Now that's a, that's not that's not a trip. That's a journey. That, right there. that was a journey. <laughs> so, so you made the decision to go down to Kingscliff, and I don't know what did it what did it look like for you? Was it when you rocked up to Kingy and and started to rise? Did you feel at home, or was it like, oh, this is kind of whack? Like, what did that feel like for you? Um, it's funny because I've always just kind of known, like, yeah, I'll do a rise. So I kind of skimmed through the handbook and. <laughs> I got there and actually read the handbook and was like, what? <laughs> Memorizing Bible verses? What? What is all this? But man, like from day one, just being around the people mm. and just being in the environment, man, it was just the best. Mm. It was just the best. And I just felt right at home. And um, and yeah, just got to make so many good friends. And all of the people who run it were just lovely. Yeah. And they were just so, you know, they just invested in mm. me, which I thought was just great. And yeah. Praise the Lord. Kingy's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Kingy is awesome. That's the thing about Arise. It's not only like an awesome discipleship program, but mm. it's not like in the outback <laughs> or like in some like dingy town. It's in Kingcliff and you live in an apartment on the beach and you it's get just the best food ever. Oh, it's that's incredible. Mm. And so then like a lot of people have talked about you had that experience, I, I guess, you know, rocking up at Arise and, and starting and then you were doing a number of classes on, on different biblical topics. And, and how was that for you? Were you like, oh, man, like I'm seeing all this stuff I've never seen before? Or, yeah. Um, the way I like to think about it is that, like, my whole life I've been given, like, puzzle pieces um, because, you know, I've, I've had an amazing, amazing upbringing. I'm just so thankful for my parents. But, yeah, and Arise was kind of like the fitting together of the puzzle mm. pieces because it was so many, like, things that I knew and different Bible stories that I'd heard before, but then put it in the light of like what they were doing at Arise and, and being a disciple of Christ and just mm. putting them all together. I was like, it makes sense. Yeah. So it it wasn't, it was kind of new perspective rather than new information. Yeah. And I just, yeah, it was just awesome. That's awesome. And the other part of Arise, the other sort of section is the, the outreach section. And how did, how did you go with that? You know, just jumping into to, to getting out and sharing your faith. Well, I don't, I don't know anyone who like starts door knocking and is like, "This is the best thing ever." <laughs> um, but like, it went from being a little bit of a, a scary thing, a little bit of a drag, to just being one of my favorite things. Mm. You you meet people that you would never meet normally on the doors, and you just go out and it, and it wasn't just door knocking; it was just like even being able to reach out to people who were at a rise. Yeah, you know other students and being able to talk to my about my faith with them Mm. which is you know it's a bit easier when when you know that they're there for the same reason as you but still it's it's just an amazing thing to be able to really talk about deep and personal things but yeah um, getting out there and just you know doing bible studies with people in the community it was just um a bit of a a bit of a shake up a bit of a wake up you know Mm. because it's something i'd never done before and it just made it made it real you know you don't when when you're teaching someone else, you got to know it, and so it motivated me to really mm. know what I believe, and so I got to go back and like read it straight from the Bible, things that I've kind of known my whole life, but 
when you're teaching someone else, you know it in a whole new light. That's awesome. And so you spent, what was it, 15 weeks, uh, you know, doing the Arise course, yeah. um, the, the three and a half months, and you, you smashed that out, and you had a two-week break in between, and then now you're currently working for a church in the Newcastle area. Where are you working? I'm working at Caves, Caves Beach Coast Life Church. Ooh. If anyone's down in Swansea Caves Beach area, check us out on, on Facebook or um we're moving into the Swansea Centre soon, so yeah, check us out, Caves Beach Coast Life. Yeah, check out Caves Beach Coast Life. I like this is what I actually like that we can come on here and, and get people to do shout outs for their churches that hey. they're working at and promote you know, the the, the yeah, those different places that, that people can get connected in that way. Um, but so you're working there at the moment and you know, now what does your schedule look like? Now that you're out of the rise sort of uh, intensive environment and now you're just full time working, what is it how does it look like for you? Um, it's, it's equally like less hectic and way more hectic because it's like less structured, but mm-hmm. like, um, you have to be prepared at all times for everything. Yeah. So, um, like for instance, like this afternoon, um, just last night we like, um, we organized a study with a guy that I met on the doors just this, like this afternoon. And, you know, I haven't prepared the study, but you got to kind of like learn to be on your feet and be able to you know, know what you believe and be able to stand for it at any time. Mm. And it's, um, so yeah, it's, it's just a little bit, it's a bit crazy, but it's been just a blessing. And I just don't feel stressed um, when my mm. schedule is so much more crazy than it was last year. And yet last year I was like so stressed out. And it's just amazing to have, you know, with God, you can just leave it all to him and know that he'll speak through you. Wow, that's powerful. It's interesting, you know, hearing again everyone's sort of experience with a, a rise in our in our Bible working as well. As as I talked about, you know, some people are like, oh, I went to a rise for a number of different reasons, and and it's also now this working. It looks a number of different ways. You know, it's less hectic. It's more hectic. It's good. It's bad. It's 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 um it's all over the place. But it seems like for you, you're just you're just really thriving in this time, and you're. It really sounds like you're just really it. leaning on God. It sounds like you're just leaning on them wings. Yeah, I'm. I'm just realizing my own, like, my own humanness. Yeah. Um, for the first time in my life, I think I'm just realizing that without him, I'm nothing. So it's really helping me to, to lean fully on him, and it's just, you know, partnering with God is just the most amazing and rewarding experience. Mm. That is so good. Thank you so much, Phoebe, for, for coming on our show and, and talking with us about Arise. Of course, we're going to maybe have some more interviews from Arise students over the next couple of days, couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, look, if you want to know more information about Arise, if you're maybe thinking about going or you know someone who should go, give us a call, 1-800-324-843, and we'll hook you up with different, um, you know, different resources and, and whatnot. What's the website again? Do you know what it is? AriseAustralia.com, I think. Actually, I might be a doc, .org. Yeah, I I'm think it's sure dot org. .org. Yeah. yeah, so Arise.org. You can go to that and um, be blessed. Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to Thee. Take my moments and my days. Let them flow and cease this praise. Take my hand and let them move at the impulse of thy love. Take my feet and let them be swift and beautiful. For 
To Faith FM, positively different radio. Are you looking for a way to turn your life experience into an enriching gift for helping those around you? A counselling degree at Avondale College of Higher Education could provide you a great foundation to assist others through life's difficulties. Study in a personalised environment alongside a fantastic support network and community on our Lake Macquarie campus. Apply to study counselling today at counselling.avondale.edu.au. It's higher education designed for life. Have you ever been challenged by evolution? Ever struggled to give a reasoned answer for your faith? Or ever felt overwhelmed by the predominance of belief in evolution? Then you need to be at the 2019 Faith and Science Conference. 13 top-level scientists and professors from around the world will be presenting on the most astounding discoveries, completely refuting the theory of evolution. July 16 to 19, Avondale College, Kurumbong, New South Wales. For details, call us now on 1-800-324-843. God looked on it. 
eternity. He saw you and he saw me, and he said, It's worth the risk to have you in my life. What I want to